And now we're gonna do something everybody like to do. All right, here we go. One, two, one, two, three, four. Yo, 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 this is Charlie Toller from Jurassic 5. This is Mark Ray. This is Craig Charles. And you are now tuned into Joints and Jams with Shaka Loves You. With Shaka Loves You. With Shaka Loves You on Soho Radio. Listen on the slide. You gotta have tiny legs. Nah, longer, longer fingers, I think. <laughs> I can ruin any party, mate. <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and good luck on y'all's show, man, for real. So, 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 Welcome back, wherever you are, you are tuned into another episode of Joints and Jams. As always, we are Shaka Loves You, and we're going to keep you entertained for the next two hours here on Soul Radio. We've got loads of great music coming up in the show. We've got some new tunes from our good friend X-Ray Ted, the new edit from Young Pulse, and some new Izzo Fitzroy. We've also got classic jams coming up from Quincy Jones, Teddy Pendergrass, and Weldon Irvine. Er Irvine? (laughs) Weldon Irvine. And we'll also be joined later on the phone by another legend in the scene, uh, Mr. Steve Raskin from Fort Knox 5, so stay tuned for that. And as always, if you like any of the music you hear in the show today, we've made handy Spotify and YouTube playlists for you. So just search Shaka Loves You, Joints and Jams, and apparently on the, on the Spotify playlist there's over 38 hours of music. Keep it locked into Soho Radio today. We're kicking things off with Ambalik and the track Talk Like That. Sit down. 
So we kicked off the show there with Ambalik and Talk Like That. We then went into The Next Men, The Drop, and we finished up that section with Young Pulse and We Just Want to Dance. Shouts to The Next Men, actually. If you're uh, if you're ever on Twitch, make sure you watch their live streams. Uh, how's it going, man? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. I am well rested. I'm just back from a week's staycation, apparently, is the new cool, trendy term. That's right, staycation. And where where were you? Where were you this time? On your, <laughs> which holiday was this this year? This is my, well, technically second, I suppose. I was up in my home island of Skye, away up in, right. in the northwest of Scotland. It was my birthday as well, last week. That's right, we've not even talked about that. Happy birthday, mate. Thanks very much. Yeah, it was nice. We got a beautiful day on Skye, went up the old man's store and drank some whiskey. Very nice. Had a barbecue in the sun. It was very relaxing. So did you have any, any time to work on music while you were on Sky, or was it all just uh, painting and digging peat out of the field? <laughs> Shearing sheep. Herding the cattle. Yeah. Uh, we did actually see, speaking of cattle, we were down at the Coral Beach on Sky, which is this amazing, uh, like, white kind of sandy beach. Um, is that what a beach looks like? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's white. <laughs> We were on top of this kind of little hill which overlooks the beach and then the, it was a, like a guy and a girl couple and the, the girl started going close to like these six or seven cows and we didn't quite see what didn't quite see what she did to the cow but then we just looked <laughs> we just looked out and the cow was properly charging at her <laughs> properly like trying to headbutt her into the sea and then she was screaming and running away and then like all the cows just started like they formed a pack and they started <laughs> following this tourist and we were just sitting up on this hill pissing uh, ourselves off but yeah i did make some uh, some music when i was up there i got a new copy of serato studio shouts to serato for that um and yeah made a beat made a sky beat number one as it's called so far <laughs> nice <laughs> uh, well i've been doing absolutely nothing <laughs> i think since the last show <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, sounds about. <laughs> now, to be fair, you've been actually you've been you've been holding the fort down while I've been away, sunning myself on the on the islands. That is true. That is true. That you, is you, true. Every every morning you were like, do you want do you want get a catch up call? And I was like, yeah, pretty busy today. Actually, I've got I've got coffee to drink and then I've got a barbecue to, to get on. I was just getting lonely without you, mate. That's all it was. Well, it's fair enough. I was like, what am I going to do today? I can't annoy Jamie with like 30 texts of <laughs> unimportant updates. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I changed our Facebook uh, profile picture. You'd miss me if I was gone. Oh, that's true, I would. I would. For for a, a couple of days. Uh, I feel like I've reached an all-time low in my uh, lockdown television watching though. What are you... What season uh, of like RuPaul are you on now? I feel embarrassed to even tell you what I've been watching, but... Have you completed Netflix? I think I have completed Netflix, but uh, I've just uh, I've just started getting into <laughs> Married at First Sight in oh. Australia. Austra- <laughs> Not even the UK <laughs> version, the Australian version. Oh god! It's a- it's absolutely gold. It's absolutely gold. They What's just it? get two people never met each other before, and then they meet each other on the day, have to get married, but then they have to do it for like two months. And the awkwardness of this show is like it's unbelievable. Honestly, it's it's so funny. 
and everything's more funny in an Australian accent anyway. That just makes it it just makes it hilarious. But yeah, I mean, I need I need to I think I need to get out more. Maybe a walk. A walk might help me or a mountain. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's enough waffle from us. Let's get into the music. Here's a classic from Quincy Jones. This is Body Heat.
So in that last section you heard Quincy Jones, the legend that is Quincy Jones, and Body Heat. I only found out when watching the Quincy Jones documentary that Rashida Jones was one of his daughters. Granddaughters. No. Yeah, did you daughter? No, that's his that's his daughter, yeah. Yeah. One of one of many, I might add. Yeah, yeah. Quincy. Uh, and she I didn't even realise she was dating Mark Ronson for a while. Not anymore. But. I didn't know that. And then we went into our good friend X-Ray Ted's edit of Tyrone Davis in the mood. And you can catch X-Ray Ted's stream Sunday morning, 10.30 till 12, morning coffee. You can catch him in his dressing gown playing records. <laughs> that's that's the only reason I tune in. Sorry, Dre. I mean, the tunes are great, but I mean, that that Tom Selleck chest is... Uh... <laughs> his gown game is good. His gown game. <laughs> and then we finished off with the Free Nationals and the track Shibuya featuring Sid I was actually in Shibuya just literally just before lockdown in Tokyo I even literally I literally bought the t-shirt you did you did buy the t-shirt next up we've got Melissa Morgan and Fool's Paradise I'm right. 
So those last three you heard were Melissa Morgan and Fool's Paradise. We then went into Mtume and COD I'll Deliver. And the last one was Weldon Irvin and I Love You. Up next, Jimmy Bohorn, Dance Across the Floor.
welcome if you've just joined us you're listening to joints and jams on soho radio we are shaka loves you in that last section you heard jimmy bohorn dance across the floor we then <laughs> we then went into hutero mundo and the track Melo de garafa why do i always get the spanish ones to to say out on on air and we finished off that section with Izzo Fitzroy and Blind Faith, and that's the Art of Tones dub. We're going to play you three more tracks, and then we're going to get into the interview with Steve from Fort Knox 5. This next one is Sarita and Can't Shake Your Love. I am the Magnificent, and I'm back from the shack of a soul boss with the most thundering, storming, sounds of soul on Soho Radio. Shucks on mighty. Come on, brothers, hit me back. One time. Can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. Can't shake 
can't hide. You can't hide. You can't hide. Look in the mirror. There you are. You can't hide, no. You can't hide. You can't hide, no. No, no. You may run, no. No, no. You can't hide, brothers. You can't hide. You can't hide, sisters. You can't hide, no.
so no matter what you do where you go you can't hide you can't hide you can't hide no from yourself you've got to deal with yourself you got to sleep well with yourself got to be with yourself all the time listen to what I sing my Lord don't matter what
Those last three were Sarita and Can't Shake Your Love. That was the DJ Dynamite edit. We then went into Teddy Pendergrass and You Can't Hide From Yourself. That was the Dimitri from Paris Super Disco Blend. And the last track there was Fort Knox 5 and the Brazilian Hipster. And speaking of Fort Knox 5, uh, we caught up with Mr. Steve Raskin all the way from Vancouver. Uh, we actually met him about five years ago at Shambhala Festival. Uh, sorry, Shambhala, I'm saying that totally wrong. Sorry, Canadian crew, if you're listening. <laughs> Uh, we met him the first time we went there about five years ago and um, just off the back of that you know we've actually become uh, quite good pals with him which has been which has been amazing but if you uh, if you were kind of into the funky break scene back in the early 2000s and um, you will definitely have uh, heard of Fort Knox 5 somewhere along the way so we caught up with Steve about Vancouver life and lockdown his early beginnings in the DC punk scene and obviously we chatted about Shambhala Festival where we were all meant to be hanging out for real this weekend. So here it is, this is our chat with Steve Raskin from Fortnite 5. Alright, so we're joined all the way from Vancouver, Canada by the legend is Steve Raskin from Fortnox 5. How are you, Steve? Stop in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what time what time is it there? Twelve twelve PM uh, is noon. it? Yeah, noon. Nice. Nice At nothing. Noon. Yeah, so what is it? What are we on? Eight o'clock, eight, eight o'clock, o'clock UK time. Yeah, yeah. I've got a beer. Beer? Oh. Are you drinking? Coffee. Coffee. Okay. Well, it's, yeah, yeah. Twelve's <laughs> maybe a bit too early over there. Eh? Yeah, it's a little bit too early. I guess the first thing we should talk about is uh, what you got up to at the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, um, uh, ran away and got married. <laughs> Amazing, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Was it like a was it a spur of the moment thing, or was it planned, or was it? Yeah, it was. A, it was a bit of a spur of the moment thing uh, with uh, the whole COVID lockdown and everything. Um, it's actually a, a, our anniversary uh, coming up on Base Coast weekend, and so uh, Kaylee had uh, a beautiful idea of going ahead and just going and doing it. So we eloped, ran away, used some technology, and. Um, Actually, uh, did Twitch twitched in my parents and uh, sister. <laughs> really? In, yeah. Amazing. Twitch yeah. weddings. That's, a, that's yeah. We should start doing that, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> where did you Where did you go for it? Um, it, we went to uh, this little place, uh, Britannia Beach. It's right on the way up to Squamish uh, okay. from Vancouver. So we're in okay. Vancouver right here. So it's basically right um, right before you get to uh, Squamish on your way up to Whistler gorgeous gorgeous little beach and of course we had um we had a beautiful canada rainy july day oh, brilliant. right in between two beautiful days but honestly it made for some beautiful photos it's some uh, just wait until you see these ones so last time we hung out properly was in last summer wasn't it you came over it was about a year ago exactly yeah yeah because I, I saw i saw the photos popping up on my instagram memories oh yeah so such a good time oh man I- that was after after Shindig, and uh, you know that was uh, also another impromptu visit with you guys. Yeah, um, yeah. But that you know, Kaylee's uh, Kaylee's got a. Uh, I think your quote was, "You have a Scottish nanny, Nana. You gotta come." <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. You guys were kind of on the fence a little bit about whether you would have the time. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. But honestly, one of the best parts of our trip, and you guys were just such good hosts. And, Marty, especially thanks for letting us sleep in your uh, in your living room. No worries, <laughs> man. No worries. It was a pleasure to have you guys come and stay. And uh, we we got to do a little bit of sightseeing, didn't we? 
Oh yeah, gorgeous. Got to, I, I mean, honestly, that's a, and even up in, got to do a little bit in the Highlands, yeah? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So we, we got in the Shaka yeah. van. Yeah. Got I mean, some castles and mountains in. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. So what's uh, what's life been like for, for you and kind of, in these lockdown times, man, are you guys sort of coming towards the end of it now? Because over here for us, uh, bars and things like that, outdoors at least, are, are opening up. So what's it like over in Vancouver? Actually, things have been really good. I feel like we're in a bit of a bubble here because um, I talked to my family, obviously, from Washington, D.C., and the States is still just not under control. Oh, it's getting worse, if anything. Like, And, uh, you know, I feel very lucky uh, to be doing my quarantine and COVID hiding here in British Columbia. Uh, they've done such an amazing job. People, you know, people, uh, people obeyed by the rules and everything is now in a position now where the bars are open. Uh, people are working, starting to work again. Um, and have like the, have the, the bookings been coming back in at all? How's that, how's that been going? The bookings have uh, been uh, not really coming back in. Yeah, I, th- I think everyone probably feels the I th- same. I right? think that's everywhere. I think that's going to be the. Um, I think it's going to be the thing. Pretty much 2020. Somebody said 2020 is the fire festival of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty much, we've all we've all been adapting, and like I love your shows, and like I, I I've actually been really enjoying doing these bit of these live stream things. So have we, man. How did you how did you find coping, kind of adapting to that new that whole new world of, of streaming and everything I, that goes like Honestly, it was it was a little bit uh, a little bit hard in the beginning for me. I was watching everybody sort of jump on the the bandwagon, and I really wasn't sure uh, how or what I I really wanted to do about it. You know, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna have like super visuals in the background or cool graphics. I don't know if you, you you guys have seen. I, I basically settled on a um, on me in my living room with yeah. my records on the wall. Yeah, well, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's it's my living. Don't spoil it. Anybody who watches this, it's in my living room. That's the bottom line. But uh, I've been ch- I'm changing up my records as I go. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, um, that's just even just sort of deciding on a format and deciding on you know when. I mean, because you know before you were only competing in the city that you're playing with so many venues yeah. to the show now you're competing on a worldwide stage yeah. to get attention to to stake out a little niche uh, yeah. to uh, keep your fans entertained to not um, overlap anybody else's shows it's a it's a pretty difficult world that we are in as artists right now in, in terms of performing yeah We've been kind of lucky to get a few sort of live stream gigs, as it were. Right. Uh, but it's been really interesting getting opportunities to do live streams uh, for you know other other people. I think we did yeah. one. We did one for it was Chile, wasn't it? And when was that? Was oh, like I saw that last I month. Saw that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that, yeah. but that's that's the kind of thing that is just such a new a new thing to do. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. It's I, I, I kind of wonder if that's gonna if that's going to be around for a while or if it's going to yeah. just disappear you know as soon as as soon as places open up again is that kind of model just going to go i don't know i i kind of think that people i love being able to sit in my living room crack a beer and watch something you know yeah. i mean i don't know if that's uh, just uh, and and the idea that you can sort of go 
you know, you're like you were saying, there's a show in Chile and then there's a show in the UK and then there's a show here. Yeah. And so you kind of get a little window into what's going on around the world. Yeah. yeah. I, there, I don't I don't see it necessarily going away completely. I think there is a, you know, I think there is a um, there's a there's a place for it in the performance world. Um, I, obviously, people are jonesing for an outdoor performance. I, I don't know if you saw a couple weeks ago, we did the Rise and Shine Festival. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a small festival to begin with in Pemberton. Mm -hmm. uh, but they decided because they already had the infrastructure already built, they had the stage, they had the, you know, uh, what they normally would do. And we did a small 25 person um, performers and um, staff party and broadcast that so that, that's an interesting thing too because so you get these like you know um feel like a festival you know with a small group of people and then other people sort of watching it as it happens yeah i think we're gonna i mean we, we've kind of made a conscious decision to to keep these going you know even once we get back to some normality with gigs and whatnot but i think there's a lot of there's a lot of people that have been tuning in that or you know in general would be tuning in that maybe can't get down to a club every weekend yeah you know, for, yeah. You know perhaps they got families are a bit older or they got like jobs yeah. they don't really you know um so i think there's there's definite there's definite definitely a market for for keeping it going yeah i think it's also just been able to connect with new fans that are in different parts of the world like you said jamie you know it's the only time that you would really be sort of meeting and connecting with these people is either they come to a show and you meet them uh, or you maybe chat to them online or they discover your music somewhere but we find as well with things like twitch you know there's like you'll be sitting in the chat room uh, and there's people from just all over the world but it's it's interesting because it's different time zones where people are yeah. joining in yeah so someone's having their breakfast and having a little <laughs> yeah. The other yeah. person is gonna watch you for a little bit and then pass out. Yeah. You know? Somebody, somebody's yeah. been on like a Twitch forty-eight-hour bender. Yeah, exactly, a bit of a bender <laughs> <laughs> in their own living room. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, I don't know if you guys have noticed this. But I think one of the one of the real challenges. Um, I think I first heard Adam uh, A Skills talking about it about how normally we would develop you develop a, a killer set that you would go from festival to festival and you, yeah. you hone it you refine it you switch out a couple things but for the most part you you have a couple different variations of a set and you would basically run that for festival season yeah. and one of the things he said was that these live streams have really forced him and i feel exactly the same way to dig and not only dig, but start looking, I'm like, oh my God, oh, I want to play the song, but it needs an edit. And so then I, now I'm doing edits and I find yeah. myself sort of creating and looking for way more content than I would normally go through in a specific season. A hundred percent. Yeah. Cause like, you, you, I mean, you've got like, you've got one, you've got one gig out of a set and then like, you can't really play it. Wait, I mean, you could play like some of it again, but you can't play the same thing again. Cause people are just going to yeah. tune out like instantly. Yeah, it's let the DJs that have that maybe knowledge or have that ability to dig a bit deeper, they've kind of risen to the top, I think, in, in yeah. the live streaming well, world. Well, I think, you know, it's what for me, one of the things I love, I've been loving watching Crafty's like sets. I love because it's like, I mean, he, you know, the, the fact that he, he spans so, so long, but, you know, digging from old school hip hop to old school breaks and stuff like that. Yeah, hearing tunes that I have not heard in ages. Yeah, ages. And it's like, yeah, like you said, man. It's been I've 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 discovered so much music over the last three months, like way more than I would have like normally. 
you know okay. like so well, many amazing you DJs. To, you, have to, you have to look for it now too. totally yeah. but also other djs other djs and live streams like mm-hmm. i pretty much constantly got shazam on like when i'm on twitch <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> Whether it's your sets or Next Man or you know yeah. Z Trip, whoever it is, like it's, there's so yeah. much, you know DJs that I, we wouldn't, especially us being in the UK, like we wouldn't get to see live that often. Um, right. We might we might be lucky and, and and see them once, you know, maybe you know once a year, but we're getting to see them every week at the moment yeah. doing their things. So. Right. So we want to we want to get into talking about Four Knox Five. Obviously, uh, I want to take it back because you before you got into electronic music and and you know the funk side of stuff and the stuff you perhaps known more for today you were big big into the the punk scene and indie rock scene in, in dc you gr- did you grow up in D- dc yeah i grew up in washington dc it's been like dc born and bred went to public school there yeah uh yeah um and growing up for me was uh especially in, in the 80s there was really two kinds of music in dc and it was punk rock and go-go yeah I feel like I feel like the combination of those two things has really made me and my selection of music what what I am today and the kind of things that I like. But yeah, I was uh, I was um, I would say late late 80s, early 90s, especially I was very involved in the DC punk scene and uh, I was in this band called Edsel. which was uh, named after Henry Ford's son. It was also the car that almost bankrupt Ford. Right. So uh-huh. the guys thought that was a pretty punky name. Yeah. But we were in the early '90s. We toured and played shows with like Jawbox and Girls Against Boys and uh, Fugazi and all the the, the DC scene. <clears throat> and uh, through that, um, I met the Thievery Corporation guys. Yeah, and um, I was recommended to them to design to re- design the look of the label, and to, they'd put out maybe one or two singles before I met them, and then um, I got put, brought in to uh, start designing their first album, right. Sounds from the Three Hi-Fi, and then all the singles consequently after that. So we were watching your uh, your chat with Small Ten Pete on the Small Talk thing. Yeah, that was um, really good. Yeah, I thought oh, it was really good, really interesting. Because I'm like, I, I'm, be, be the first to admit, I'm not like, I don't know a lot about punk music. It was never really part of my, my, uh, my youth. So it was interesting to see like how that was obviously a big part of your life, and then you kind of evolved into the kind of more, what you do now, the funk side. Uh, but there was something that you said really early on in the chat, which, which I, I kind of, um, I thought was cool, and it was just that you've always had this, or when you first started out, you had this real big kind of DIY attitude. Mm-hmm. towards what you were doing whether it was you know yes. putting on your own nights or putting on gigs or uh starting a record label um and is that someone you've you've always kind of you've kept with you and you still kind of have today this kind of diy mentality a hundred percent i mean i think in the context of what i was saying with um pete was that <clears throat> one of the main one of the main things in the dc scene was that all uh there was no real uh, radio support. There was no big label stuff. There was no real big sh- like uh, clubs and stuff that we could play at. And yeah. so rather than sort of pining away at that, uh, the whole attitude of DC was um, put on shows, put out your own label, um, you know, Discord, all these things that, 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 that uh, I grew up on, uh, that the ethos of this DIY kind of uh, ethos, laid the foundation for um, 
what we do and what we what we started and what we continue to do today. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I mean, it's interesting now. Uh, I mean, our first our first Fort Knox stuff came out early two thousands. Mm. I mean, we're um, you know I think the actual our inception date was like two thousand three early 2004 or five was the first singles and stuff like that and we're still running this as a small independent little label from yeah. washington dc um and uh, uh yes just yesterday i got a message from andy our label manager saying that we just won um the whammy which is uh, the yes. washington music award for best electronic uh group so well still still going strong you know <laughs> yeah i mean it, it is cool to see the independent record labels can can still go and still survive in today's crazy yeah yeah for sure world. well i mean and you know i think it also helps that there are you know guys like guys like us and like even even labels and i i'll i'll throw you know from westwood um, to bomb strikes, to jalapeno, to, um, to it, all, these are all still relative. They're small labels with small roster that have a, a focus. And there's, um, I, I personally am such a big fan of the music that comes out of all of those. And I like to support those. And I feel like all the artists, there's a nice network of performing artists who do support each other and help champion the stuff, yeah. the music. I mean, I play at least one of your songs in my set in every set, 100%. Without <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's kind of you, man. It was actually one of the one of the best gigs. We're talking about nice and sleazy. It's one of the best mm -hmm. gigs we've had. I'm not just saying this because we've got you on right now, but it was <laughs> it, it was genuinely one of the one of the one of the best nights we've had in there when you when, when you came up and played. Obviously, it's uh, way more fun playing with someone yeah. else apart from Mark. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> no, 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 I mean just like another DJ is like it's it's a different thing, but yeah, it was great fun. Oh yeah, no, and I love like that's one of the things when especially when you meet like-minded people, just to be able to I mean. Uh, doing an impromptu set flowing back and forth you know i mean one of the is honestly one of the one of the most fun things in the entire world because yeah. you get you get you know what somebody else puts on you can in turn you get excited about and then it becomes this nice tug of war it's it's honestly it's something that i um that john and i had when we were playing together and um it's uh, it's nice to be able to play with other people and have that sort of like-minded approach to things. Yeah, Absolutely, man. That's a nice place to end it. Thanks so much. It's been it's been great to catch up. And uh, sorry we can't be hanging yeah. out for real. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Take it easy. Ciao. Bye. So don't forget, if you want to watch the full-length interview, which is over an hour long, we're going to be premiering that next Wednesday on our Facebook and YouTube channel. Just head over to Shaka Loves You. And for that full-length interview, we've also got a special surprise guest. So make sure you tune in for that. We're going to play out the rest of the show with some of our favourite joints and jams at the moment. Remember, if you want to listen back to any of the music, just head over to our Spotify or YouTube and search for Shaka Loves You Joints and Jams. From east to west, north to south, the station of now. Soho Radio.
So we are nearing the end of the show today. Thanks so much for tuning into Soho Radio. We've been Shackle Loves You. This has been Joints and Jams. Don't forget, if you like any of the music you hear on the show, we've got Spotify and YouTube playlists. Just search Shackle Loves You Joints and Jams and you'll find those. And if you want to uh, head over to shacklelovesyou.com, you can sign up for our monthly mail out. Uh, we'll be sending you free music every month and exclusive discounts. You can catch our live stream Sly Sunday Brunch every Sunday, 12 to 3 UK time. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. We've been Shackle Loves You, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>